Good afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim here in Seattle, Washington on KKNW AM 1150. We hope all of you are enjoying the day uh, up here in the Pacific Northwest. It's another beautiful day. We're going to jump right in. We have a guest on that uh, can only spend about 30 minutes with us. So we're going to jump right in. It's very, very exciting today. Uh, Our guest is Stephanie Cox. Stephanie is the defender or a defender for the new women's Sounders team and uh, the women's Sounders team and KKNW have a special relationship. And uh, we wanted to get Stephanie Cox on to talk about her organization and also talk about women and girls in sports. Which is awesome. And she is getting ready for the game tonight, which is going to be here live on the station at 645. It's 645. And who are you playing tonight, Stephanie? Thanks. Uh, We're playing Santa Clarita. Excellent. So you're down in California. Yes, we're down in SoCal, um, where it's going to be a pretty hot game today, probably uh, mid-90s. Oh, that's too hot. (laughs) Yes. I'm wishing we were back at home Uh, at Starfire. Well, when are you coming back up? Uh, We have a three-game road trip. So we play uh, tonight, uh, Friday night, and then Sunday. Um, So we'll be heading back home after the game on Sunday. Excellent. So uh, tell our listeners a little bit about you and about the Sounders organization. Yeah, you know, I've been living up in Gig Harbor for the last uh, five years and uh, been playing uh, with the WPS um, one year in L.A. and two years um, in Boston. Um, And then, sadly, the league folded, um, but it was great to come back home, and the Sounders organization kind of stepped up and um, got a couple national team players on the team, and so it's been really exciting to see the group of players that they brought together um, for this season for the summer. Now, Seattle has kind of gone soccer crazy here lately (laughs) with the Sounders, and so the women's team, though, is a little new, is it not? Um, yeah, you know, the women's team, the W League has been around for, for a while. Um, you know, growing up in college, uh, some of my college teammates would come up to Seattle and play for the Sounders. Um, but I think, you know, this year, um, all of the hype surrounding, you know, players like Hope Solo and Alex Morgan has brought a, a lot more attention to the team, um, and which has been great that the men's Sounders team kind of paved the way and uh, we're, we're taking part of that, that soccer fever. So it's funny, we here, we're football and basketball and all these types of things, but worldwide, soccer has a huge audience. Yeah, you know, um, soccer is, you know, the biggest sport in the world, probably. And, uh, you know, I was showing my gold medal to some kids over the weekend, and on it, it says football. You know, so (laughs) across the world, it's known as football. And, you know, I think that us here in the U.S., we're kind of, um, learning more and more about it and understanding how big it is um, across uh, the globe, especially with the World Cup. Um, you know, the World Cup last year with the Women's World Cup in Germany was, was huge. And uh, even this, this summer with UEFA championships and stuff, um, I think that uh, we're, you know, us as Americans are starting to realize that it's an entertaining sport. It is. And there's a lot of fanfare around it as we see, you know, here in town, people wearing that awesome color green, by the way. <laughs> That's a great color. Oh, it's so much fun, huh? Yeah, we, we really like it. So tell us about you. How did you get started? Did you just play soccer and all of a sudden somebody says, hey, this girl's got a lot of talent? Can you t- share us a little on how someone becomes a professional soccer player? 
Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I grew up down in Sacramento um, and just played recreationally with my friends. You know, I started when I was five, probably like so many kids in the U.S., you know, they all kind of play soccer. Um, you know, but I think I just had a little bit of a, a natural talent. And um, in the U.S., we have a program, kind of an all-star program, if you will. Um, it's called ODP, Olympic Development Program. And so that's kind of a feeder system into the youth national teams and stuff. So there's a district team, a state team, and a regional team and stuff. And so I kind of just climbed that ladder and, um, you know, got onto the youth national teams and um, have played in, you know, five youth, or, you know, two youth world championships, one in Thailand and one in Russia, and then uh, three uh, women's world championships. Amazing. And you went to college? Yeah, on soccer yeah, scholarship. I got um, uh, partial athletic and partial academic scholarship to the University of Portland. And um, I was kind of excited to, to stay on the West Coast. And I remember going to a soccer tournament up in Portland and just how beautiful and green it was. And um, I was just excited about being in the Northwest. And uh, Portland has a great soccer program, a great tradition. And uh, we won a national championship there in 2005. And that's kind of that's where I met my husband, who's from uh, the Seattle. Kind of, he's from Port Orchard, Seattle area, I guess. And uh, that's how I ended up. Up by Seattle. So, did you know when you were a kid and when you were in high school or even junior high that what you wanted to be was a professional soccer player, or did this all just kind of unfold for you? You know, it was interesting today just talking to some of the players on the Sounders, and we all kind of have different stories. And uh, one of the girls um, has played over in Europe, and she said she always knew that she wanted to be a pro player. And I don't think I ever, you know, I, we were joking around that I was more practical. You know, I didn't really uh, see myself there. Um, but, I, you know, as I got closer and closer, um, I thought it could become more of a reality. And, you know, now um, I think I love the game even more than I did when I was growing up. Um, I love, you know, my teammates, the girls that I play with, but, um, just the feeling of being in front of the crowd and um, the touch of, you know, kicking a ball, the way it feels. And, you know, I'm so blessed to be able to do what I love every day. Now, for those of us that are older and don't remember our soccer playing days, the defender, <laughs> you're you're back there making sure the goal doesn't go or the ball doesn't go into the goal, right? Yep, that's my job. I'm part, right in front of the goalie, um, and, you know, it's not a very glamorous job, but you kind of clean up stuff, and you just make sure that your team's solid, and, um, you know, especially now with the Sounders, I'm realizing that it's more of a leadership role and kind of taking hold of that and, and helping the younger players on the team um, to bring out the best in them. Well, that's great, and you're you're 25, right? Is that correct? I'm 26. 26 years old. You talk about yep. the younger players. You're, you're still young yourself. Oh, um, but you, t- you talk about leadership. And, and so, you know, soccer is really ultimately a team sport, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the things that people may not understand about how you guys work together as a team? Yeah, you know, um, it's exciting to watch the Olympic sports and um, but I look and I'm like, wow, I am so glad I am don't do an individual sport. Mm-hmm. You know, the pressure that it puts on a gymnast, you know, to just to um, land that jump or at the vault or something. You know, it's just so intense. And um, it is a great feeling um, knowing that you have teammates all around you who can support you. And, you know, if you make a bad pass, um, that they're going to help you win it back. Um, 
So, you know, something, I don't know about soccer. I think that people might not understand. Um, There's just a lot of of tactics to it um, and a lot of preparation that kind of goes into the game um, that maybe you don't notice because it's so seamless. There aren't any timeouts. Um, There's a short half, you know, where the coach maybe makes some adjustments and stuff. But because of that, you really have to – uh, figure things out on the field during the the flow of the game. Um, you know, you have to know your teammates well to make adjustments. Um, you know, to what how the other team is having success and to try and shut that down. Um, so it's you know it's kind of a, a player's game, and that's that's pretty cool. Mm. What what are some of the things now? You know, looking back on on your soccer career, that you hope that young girls that are looking to get into sports or young girls, maybe they're not even thinking about sports, but what, what has soccer taught you that mm-hmm. you think that kids really need to learn some life lessons that kids mm-hmm. need to learn early on, especially girls when we're talking about girls in sports? Yeah, great question for girls in sport and, and just in, in all areas of life. Um, you know, I think if, if you put yourself in a situation where um, you can be challenged um, push to, to grow and to be better. Um, you know, I think um, when I was growing up, m- my mom, um, I was on a team with a bunch of my friends, and, and I wasn't really getting any better, and she just saw that, and she said, okay, I'm sorry, Steph, but you're gonna, you're gonna, we're going to have to find you a new team, and I was really upset. Um, and she wanted it to be fun, definitely, but she also wanted me to, to get better. And I think if you find, and so I ended up playing for, you know, an older team, and that really helped me develop. And I think um, just to, to push yourself and so you can always um, keep reaching for your best, um, to not just get complacent and have people around you who will support you um, with the sacrifices you might have to make to, to reach the goals that you've set for yourself. That, that's fascinating. I hadn't even really ever thought about that. So I think what I hear you say is that, you know, even as we look at ourselves and the people that we have around us, if we're getting complacent, sometimes we might need to look for a different team. And that's not necessarily because the team that we have aren't good, but we need something else that might challenge us. Is that is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you may be okay, you know, with where you're at, but I think it's amazing when you're challenged. Uh, you know, how much more you'll probably enjoy the process. You'll enjoy the environment even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it, in whatever you're doing in life, if you get to a place where you're kind of stagnant, you know, it's not a great place to be in. Um, so I think that's, you know, kind of, there's a lot of ups and downs um, in sport and stuff, but if you kind of have um, the right mindset, then uh, you can just take advantage of it. You can do anything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Very good. We are going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Stephanie Cox. She's a defender of the women's uh, team of the Sounders. And we're going to talk more about women in sports and being a role model for younger generations. Come back and listen to you Walk the Talk with Kim. Jerry Pearson. 
and with my wife, Michelle, we're local residents just like you who have a passion to help those who have been harmed or wronged in our communities. If you have a personal injury from a car crash or a property hazard, an industrial injury, a defective product or nursing home neglect issue, the Pearson Law Firm can help you anywhere, anytime. Contact us today for a free case evaluation at 1-800-423-8473. That number again is 1-800-423-8473. Or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Accelerated weight loss, and everyone's a winner. You too can lose up to 30 pounds in 30 days. It's about science, not celebrities. No HCG, just award-winning science-based nutrition and natural botanicals. Join 10,000 satisfied clients. For information, contact myweightlosswellness at gmail.com and mention Walk the Talk with Kim. Hello, this is Kim Ariano of Walk the Talk with Kim. The reality is staggering. South Africa has one of the highest incidences of HIV-AIDS in the world. This fact results in millions of orphans left in the care of other family members, friends, or fending for themselves in child-headed households. Focus on Atemba offers orphans and vulnerable children a new direction in life through loving foster care homes with committed parents and a real opportunity for a good education. Please consider sponsoring a child to receive the needed stability to change their world. Go to atembakids.org. Or follow the links from walkthetalkwithkim.com. Mount Sai Gymnastics Academy is now open in North Bend, offering gymnastics classes and summer camps to get your little ones and big ones moving this spring and summer. From recreation classes to competitive team, they have the gymnastics scene covered in the valley. Visit them online at www.mountsidegymnasticsacademy.com or call 425-292-3152. Get your kids flipping and twisting into summer. Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. I'm Kim Ariano here, and we've got Stephanie Cox with us. We're very excited. Stephanie is a professional soccer player with the Seattle Sounders women's team. And the Seattle Sounders is playing a game tonight down in California. And you can hear it right here. And you can cheer Stephanie on through your radio uh, at 6.45 p.m. uh, this evening. And I'm sorry, Stephanie, Santa Clara, no, you tell me which team you guys are playing. I'll get it wrong. You're going to get it right. Santa Clara? Santa Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Yeah. Almost. Just just north of, of L.A. All right, excellent. And so you guys flew down there today, and you're there for three days? Uh, yes, we have three games, um, and we're here for like five, six days, yeah. Wow. And then you fly back up here, and you're here for a little while? Yeah, um, and we actually just found out that uh, we made the playoffs, so next weekend um, we're going to have to come down back down to L.A. and play at uh, Cal State Fullerton to well, get into the regionals. Well, yeah. congratulations on that. Thank That's exciting you. news. Yeah, That's yeah, we're very really excited. Good. We wish it would have been a home game, um, but we'll make the most of what we get. Well, yeah. you just got to keep winning, and eventually you got to come back home, right? You got to <laughs> yeah. play a good home game. Excellent. And so, how exciting has it for you? Has it been for you to watch, you know, soccer, which um, has been overshadowed uh, by other sports, now all of a sudden start to become popular in your home state? That must be really exciting. 
Yeah, it's been it's been awesome to, you know, come back home. Um, you know, the last couple years I've been over on the East Coast in Boston playing. And, uh, you know, the, the pro league kind of struggled with attendance and stuff So um, over on the East Coast. So it was really exciting to come back uh, home to Seattle and, you know, to be able to give my family and friends tickets and, you know, just to see sold-out crowds at the Starfire Complex and just the um, – and not even just the numbers there, but how energized the crowd was. It was really cool. They were just so into the games and just so excited to see us playing – um, it's been really special. There's a lot of crowd participation in soccer, I understand. Yes, if you have the right crowd, it's not always the case. <laughs> uh, you know, I've gone different cities in the U.S. and with the national team, and, and it's not always like it is um, in the Northwest. And so, you know, we have a very um, special group of, of fans, you know, that are very loyal in Seattle uh, with the Sounders men's and women's programs. And so I'm very proud of that. And, of course, the women's are, are going to be represented at the Olympics in London. Do you have many friends on the team? Yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, I've been on the team and recently just found out that I didn't make the team probably about six weeks ago, so oh. that was pretty disappointing. But, yeah, I've been playing with the girls for, you know, seven years, so I'm very close with them and we'll be cheering them on at home. Well, I'm sorry you didn't make it, but you yeah. will be you'll be winning teams for us here as you go to regions and uh, it's an exciting time. Definitely. Well, talk to us about, you you had mentioned to me that uh, your passion, your give back to the community has to do with foster children. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Yeah, you know, um, I grew up in a Christian family and giving back to the community and expressing your faith kind of... um, was was very important, and we went on mission trips growing up. And but then, um, my parents decided to to open up our home. And when I was five, and we had three uh, foster siblings who came to live with me, and um, my older brother and my parents and stuff. So they lived with us for about ten years, and then. So you went um, from two kids to to five. Yes, two kids to five, almost and, overnight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, at first it was like a big slumber party, and it was fun, and it wasn't always easy, you know. There was, um, you know, difficulties of blending the family and, and the mix and stuff, but um, my parents have a very, you know, giving heart, and I think at the the peak of the numbers in our house, I think we almost had like 10 kids in, in the household. It was a lot. But your mother's ambitious. <laughs> yes. Wow. And then more ambitious than me. And then at the same time, she's a literal soccer mom. Yeah. And we know what that entails, right? There's a lot of driving around. There's a lot of standing under umbrellas. There's a lot of yeah. a mud. and but Yeah, not yeah. not as much rain and mud in, in Sacramento. <laughs> oh, probably, I forgot. <laughs> See, that's, that's our soccer experience up in the Pacific Northwest. I played soccer when I was a kid. And that was, you know, you had one parent who had the sacrifice car because you, you had mud on your cleats and mud in mm-hmm. orifices you wish you didn't have mud in. And it was... Yeah, that's soccer in the Pacific Northwest. That's yeah, hilarious. But she was a, a great soccer mom and just driving me all over the state of California and to the Bay Area, down to Southern Cal for, for games and practices and tournaments and stuff. And wow. um, she really didn't get much sleep. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, uh, when I graduated from college, um, you know, just seeing my parents' example, I wanted to see how I could, you know, obviously take my heart for foster kids and translate um that into something in my community and obviously as a pro athlete I was traveling around so I couldn't really you know take in foster kids um but I've worked with um an organization in Tacoma called Youth for Christ and they have a a foster care department and taken a group of uh four to five kids to Nike Town um 
around the holidays and giving them a little shopping spree at Nike Town, and we go down to Red Robin on the pier and, and have a good night. And, um, you know, so that's been really special for me to see um, the, um, you know, just the uh, uh, what I have with Nike and be able to share um, uh, my partnership with Nike with them. You know, and I know that I get spoiled, but um, to to get all my Nike cleats and gear and stuff. But it's the best thing to be able to see their face and how they're a little hesitant at first when they get in the store, but by the end of of the experience, they're putting on their shoes and they're just beaming and so excited. So I feel really fortunate that I can share that with them. Excellent. And you do camps and things for kids as well, too, right? Yeah, you know, um, I haven't had a lot of time, but, um, you know, just not making the Olympic team, my my schedule kind of opened up, and um, I was able to go down to Phoenix this past weekend um, with a, a group called A Hope for a Future, and they put on um, a week-long camp for boys and girls, and the first part of the camp is just for the girls, and they have this special program called the Princess Program, Um where they have the girls pick out prom dresses and shoes and get their hair and makeup done professionally. And they have a a wonderful dinner and a DJ and get to dance and stuff. So I got to go down and be a part of that program and then speak to them um, on Monday morning kind of about my story and try and just inspire them that, you know, despite the adversity and kind of the rejection that we get in our lives, whether that's personally or in sports, um, like I just had recently, that... um, if you know that you're a strong person, a strong woman, um, that you can kind of overcome those things. That's a, that's an amazing story. I think we can all all learn from that about rejection. When you're doing sports with young girls, that rejection, you know, it, we talk about the millennials in our society. We're going to talk a little bit about that with Lindsay a little bit more after we, we talk with you. But we have that generation, your generation that grew up with a lot of, you know, kudos for doing lots of things, maybe not so right, but, you know, everybody's doing a good job kind of thing. Do you think that that helps or that hurts young athletes, young women athletes as they're growing up to all of a sudden face competition in ways that they never had to face competition before and rejection? Do you think that your generation in in particular copes with that a little bit differently than maybe the older generations might have? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I don't, um, you know, think, earlier I talked about, you know, how do you put yourself in a challenging environment? And I don't know if that's something that my generation really grasps. You know, I think sometimes we look for a little bit of the smoother road. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, the bumpier path, let's try and find a coach who really likes me, you know, or if I'm not playing, you know, maybe the parent will take them to another team. And, um, you know, I think that that really does them a a disservice um, because it doesn't allow them to build character through adversity. And, you know, the last five years of my professional career, I guess just my professional career, um, you know, I've gotten cut five times, but then kind of kept coming back. Mm. And it's been really, really hard, but at the same time, I I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm really grateful because I know it's, um, you know, just really refined my character and made me value my experience even more because at any moment it could be kind of taken away um, and just made me cherish my relationships. And I think if it was just easy, I don't think I would have that perspective. Um, So I think if you, I don't know how you do that for kids. I feel like I can handle it as an adult. I I don't know if, um, you know, to, to put that in and kids' um, perspective. But, well, it yeah, sounds like you had. It sounds like you had an amazing role model in your mother that recognized that. Hey, this girl needs a little a little push. 
Yeah. 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 Definitely having a little push, but then also letting them have fun too. You know, so I see a lot of parents who are pushing them, but I just don't want the kids to get burnt out, you know, from sports and from the intensity because it is a lot kind of more intense than I think when I was growing up. So it's, it's yeah. just hard to find that balance and there's no, uh, you know, right answer or perfect example. Um, because, you know, I, I know that I tell them to try and do multiple sports, you know, so they don't just specialize and get burnt out on one sport and then they mm-hmm. get to college and they don't want to play anymore. You know, I want them to still love what they're doing, um, but also be challenged by it and, and grow. So, yeah, so it's hard. Amazing. So have you given any thought then on, the next phase in your career as you, you know, continue to play soccer and and do professional soccer for as long as you can, do you want to stay in soccer professionally and, you know, maybe in other, other roles or things like that? Or is there something, you know, a major or something that you took in college that you'd like to explore in the, in your next life? Yeah. You know, um, I'm excited for a lot, uh, you know, just more opportunities. Um, you know, I've, Soccer and traveling has taken up so much of my time. It's kind of nice to have so many different options and stuff. So, you know, in the fall, um, I'm actually going to be coaching. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, I know as a coach, uh, you have a lot of opportunity to, to impact those players that you're working with. Um, you know, so I've never coached a, a team before. So oh um, that'll be that'll be uh, a new experience and something fun for me to kind of start off with. Are you coaching uh, girls, boys, young, older? Yeah. Um, college girls. Ah, mm-hmm. that's going to be a great, and you know, it's, it's your skill, but also who you are from your character perspective. Those, those, uh, kids are going to be well served by you. Oh, thank you. Excellent. So you're going on here. You got to get ready for a game at 645 tonight. I know you guys are going to win, but I'll say good luck anyway. Thank you. Thanks for, for following us and for putting it on the radio. I'm like, so great to have such good support up in Seattle. Of course, we love our Sounders team. And, and <laughs> listeners out there can go and learn more about Sounders by going. Do you know the website by any chance, Stephanie? What's the website, John? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. Sounderswomen.com. Sounderswomen.com. And you can learn more and get their schedule. And then uh, don't forget to cheer extra loud for number 14, Stephanie Cox, <laughs> a defender on the team. You go get them, girl. Thank you. Enjoy. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about intergenerational and generational issues and challenges as well as horses. What do those have to do with each other? We'll find out. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and since 1977, we at the Pearson Law Firm have guided individuals and their families through the legal process to seek justice and restitution in insurance disputes and personal injury claims. At the Pearson Law Firm, we work hard to secure justice in civil matters with a network of resources, a wealth of experience, and a compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473. That's 1-800-423-8473 for a free 
case evaluation or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Remember the pink tow truck? It was a Seattle icon. But did you know the mastermind behind the marketing was also one of Seattle's successful entrepreneurs? Learn life lessons from Ed Lincoln by reading his new autobiography, Life Through the Rearview Mirror. Available at area bookstores and online. Go to walkthetalkwithkim.com and click on the link. You too can lose up to 30 pounds in 30 days with the My Weight Loss to Wellness Accelerated Weight Loss Program. No celebrities, no HCG, and no prepackaged food. See results in just seven days. We use award-winning science-based nutrition and natural botanicals. For information, contact MyWeightLossToWellness at gmail.com and mention Walk the Talk with Kim. Have you heard the phrase, the beatings will continue until morale improves? To organizations, employees are the biggest assets and biggest fans. If they're not feeling heard or appreciated, the bottom line will suffer. For mission-driven organizations, the reliance on employees and managers to rally around the core messaging is critical for success. At Walk the Talk for Success, we provide leadership best practices, education, and communication strategies for mission-driven organizations. Whether you're a business of one, middle manager, or leader in a large company or nonprofit, our experiential workshops and focused on organizational psychology will assist you in achieving success with your messaging and vision. Call for a free consultation today, 425-888-9790, or check us out at www.walkthetalkwithkim.com. Walk the Talk for Success, achieving your message through understanding human behavior. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. For heroes dressed in gray No plans for final day Stay in bed, drift away You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. I'm Kim Ariano, and we are back with Lindsay Masters and with Eric, our producer, who have been here the whole time. But uh, we needed to make sure Stephanie got off the air right at 3.30 so that she can go get ready for her game. So, Hello. Hey, How good afternoon. You? Yeah, that game is coming up in, ooh, very quickly. Very quickly at 6.45 tonight. 6.45, we've got the pregame right here. on the station right here. Right here yeah. on, on Walk, on uh, walk. well, not Walk the Talk, on KKNW. On Alternative Talk. And if you are driving in your car saying, you know, at that point in time, I'm not going to be in my car listening anymore, they can go online and they listen to They can go online, streaming. they can turn on their radio at home, there's... A number of options if, they, if they've right. got a HD radio, uh, ninety-eight point nine HD three. So lots of go. options. There you go, and uh, KKNW dot com. No, what's the eleven fifty? Thank you, KKNW dot com. Eleven fifty KKNW dot com. That's where you can go and you can listen to the Sounders game. That'll be exciting. Yeah, pretty cool. Very exciting. Well, it was great to have her on. And, you know, you never know how, what direction we're going to go here on uh, Walk the... I don't even know half the time. Not even... No, 90% of the time, I don't know what direction we're going to go. I think the thing that but, ties all your guests, all your topics, everything together here on Walk the Talk with Kim is it's inspirational. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you know, I thought you were going to say uh, what ties it all together is you don't know where you're going to go no, with No, I'm saying... <laughs> I think it's inspirational. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, people are, are reaching for a goal. They're reaching for a dream. Maybe they're already living that dream. Maybe they're reaching for one. 
uh, that's what all your guests seem to have in common, yeah. which is fantastic. They're going for something. And, you know, it's amazing about what Stephanie was saying is here's a woman who is, you know, how many people get to be a professional at any sport? I mean, this, the percentage of people that actually make it to become to get paid to play a sport is so minuscule. But yet she still has goals and aspirations and dreams beyond that, like going to the you know, doing all these different kinds of things. And so um, we all have struggles and challenges and we all face um, rejection and we all face, you know, no, you can't kind of thing. And um, you can decide to say, well, that means that I'm shouldn't be doing this or it just might mean, I guess that's not in the cards for me today. What else is in the cards for me? And when you think about the fact that because she didn't make the Olympic team, that she was able to do volunteer services for foster kids. I mean, think about those foster kids that were helped by her or, you know, that wouldn't have been otherwise. And I think that's a lot. That's pretty darn meaningful. So, yes, you're right. Inspiration. Woo-woo. Thank you, Lindsay, for bringing them on. That was great. Yeah, that was fun. What did you think about that? I really liked her a lot. Very smart. Very smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So we'll have information about her organization, uh, Youth for Christ. We'll put that on the Walk the Talk with Kim Facebook page. And uh, so we also wanted to thank, because we didn't at the top of the hour, Pearson Law Firm. You can expect expert representation and a kind, compassionate attitude. That is the Pearson promise. We also wanted to let folks know, uh, in case you missed it, our friends in Maine that are listening out there, uh, the young Issaquah professional Audrey Slade, who's been on Walk the Talk with Kim, made a trip out to Maine, and uh, we'll have her on the radio to talk about that trip. But they did a cash mom because she was going out there, and a friend of hers has a, um, a store that unfortunately got robbed. And so she said, well, I'm coming out to Maine because that's where she's from for a vacation. Why don't we do a cash mob? And so she did a cash mob and a bunch of uh, young Issaquah professionals and folks from this community pulled some money together and sent it with her so that she can go buy some stuff. So even people here in Issaquah participated via Audrey in a cash mob that was happening in Maine. Isn't, that's just amazing that's so how this fabulous. spreads. Isn't that fun? I love it. Yeah, we'll have information on that on our Facebook page as well so you can kind of see how it turned out. But it was a very successful cash mob. And uh, to those listening in Maine, we love you. We care about you. And um, anytime you're welcome to come out here, uh, we'll we'll put you up someplace in Issaquah so you can see what a cool community it is over here on the east side. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So welcome to the folks in Maine. Of course, our new friends in Florida that have been listening. And uh, also... Also, our friends around the world, we were, Lindsay and I were looking at our Facebook page, and we have listeners in Turkey, um, <laughs> all over the place. A lot. A lot of all over the world. I'm blanking. I can see the list. Like, it's on the Facebook page. <laughs> Russia, but just South Africa, uh, Italy, um, England. So if you're so out we, there listening, they're all over the place. Fantastic. Then somebody out there, if we have listeners in England, understood why I was playing the football anthems <laughs> that I was playing uh, during the the breaks. I was going to yeah. ask you what that was. Well, we we played uh, New Order, World in Motion, which was the uh, 1990 English uh, World Cup song. And then uh, Lightning Seeds, Three Lions, which was the 98 
won Football's Coming Home, which was their uh, World Cup song. I have no idea of any of that. How do you know this stuff? Well, because I like music. Okay. Yeah, but do you know all of the theme songs for I, all of the professional? I just don't. Soccer? There's only a few that have come, come made it through <laughs> in my media perception to uh, enter well, my brain. Order, of but, course, makes sense, yeah. right? Oh, that's excellent. But you know, I think that's a very cool thing. They're so into the uh, into football, or as we call it, soccer over here. That uh, when they get a World Cup team, they commission an anthem for it so that everybody's got so the song world that, in motion from new order was written for the world oh, that's did right not know that's what that. i'm saying that's why i played it oh <laughs> i knew we were the talking song soccer, but i yeah. didn't know it was commissioned for the commissioned to be the world cup song yeah amazing i yeah. have no idea I, songs are incredibly emotional so all the countries that uh soccer is a, a really big thing uh like uh, england and ireland and italy they their world their world cup teams they commission an anthem for each uh, each year that they have a team in the World Cup. So, uh, you know, some interesting cross-pollination between music and, and sports. It's it's all emotion. And yes. it's funny that um, we went to, or I went to a Women in Business meeting today. Today is Women in Business Day up in the Snoqualmie Valley. And um, some of you may remember that every once in a while we play a song on here called My Own Little World by Matthew West. Sure. And that song um, has meant a lot to me on a lot of different ways. It really is the theme song for um, Walk the Talk with Kim if I had the millions of dollars to pay in royalties to actually use the song. But maybe we'll hint Eric here so that he can play a little bit of it for us. Um, But we are doing a Pay It Forward Day, actually week in October, and we're taking the leadership role women in business are to uh, energize our community in the Snoqualmie Valley of North Bend, uh, Falsay, Snoqualmie, to get people to what we call pay it forward. And it can be something as simple as opening up a door for somebody if, you know, although we should be doing that anyway, but I'm not, you know, it's still nice thing to do um to anonymously buying somebody a bag of groceries to i mean it could be a million it could be giving somebody a chocolate bar it could be paying for somebody's coffee it doesn't matter it can be something very very small or something very very big but we're trying to 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 emotionalize this and it came to us as we were sitting down as a committee on how do we get people to get emotionally involved in this and that song came up and I played that song for the committee and people started to well up. Well, today uh, we announced what we were going to do with Pay It Forward and um, uh, a young singer in the community uh, came and sang that song for us. And oh, that's nice. Oh, my gosh. I just teared up. I cried and people cried. And it's just, it, it's amazing what happens when you marry that music, which is just raw Sometimes emotion. having a musical anthem really encapsulates everything that you're trying to get across in a nice uh, melodic way, I guess, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. And it, it captures it everything. Yeah. You can't, you can't speak the words to have it have the emotional impact at times that music can have. Yeah. You know, you could talk about giving somebody a cup of coffee, but you listen to a song like that, now you're inspired to really make a big difference. So I think someone needs to write the Sounders Women a song so that they could have an anthem. I, You know, <laughs> the person who sang that song today, she's a soccer player. She plays soccer for for the same college that she's going to music school for. All I'm right. going to suggest well, that she, she do that. She should get on it. 
I should do. Look, at this. <laughs> this is where it's born, and this is recordable. So this is how good ideas are born. This is amazing. Great idea, Eric. We'll have to do that. So uh, go to Snoqualmie Valley Women in Business or SVWIB.com, and you can learn more about Pay It Forward, and maybe we can get this going. I know one woman in the meeting, she said, well, how can we make this national? Um, we're just going to work on our local community, our own little worlds, one person at a time, one individual at a time, and uh, see if we can make something like this go viral. Because there's too much negativity out there. You're talking about inspiration. We can all be inspired to feel sorry for ourselves, to uh, talk bad about other people, Done. to talk about how idiots are on the other side of the fence, whatever you're talking done. about, right? Yeah, done, done, done. <laughs> and Lindsay and I were talking about that today. One of the classes I teach is on dialectic, where you're actually suspending your own ego and your own beliefs to really try and truly understand where someone else is coming from. And we think that's easy, but it's not. It is incredibly hard. And uh, that's what I'm hoping that this show will do, not that I'm getting all high and mighty about the show, but let's, let's challenge these things and see if there's a way that, you know, we can pay it forward even by for a moment closing our mouths and really listening to what somebody else has to say that we may not agree with and really trying to understand from an emotional perspective, just like those anthems that, that bind us together. I mean, an anthem comes on, we are all into it. I mean, go to any, you know, night club or wedding, you know, Saturday night wedding at seven o'clock after people are getting a little tipsy and play an ACDC song and, you know, all grannies are out there busting a move. It bring, It's a uniter. It brings us together. Don't you think? <laughs> I don't. I don't recall ever seeing any grannies get down to ACDC. But are you maybe kidding? I shook me out. You're no, you have not. Weddings, you have but... not been to any of my family weddings. That's okay. for sure. Shook me. Shook you all night long when that plays. You don't see any grandmas out on the dance floor, Eric, really. Not that I'm aware of. But... <laughs> you're just not paying attention. They're out maybe there. Maybe I'm a, uh, I don't know. Yo, you're, they're out there. <laughs> maybe my me. grannies are older than your granny. I don't well, know. I technically could be a grandmother. I'm not, but I have friends that have kids that have kids. There you go. We're, we're so, getting to that that year, I guess, where I grandmas would have grown up listening to ACDC. ACDC wow. Of course. Yes, during our formal years. And you like ACDC. Don't you like ACDC? I've only heard a few of their songs. I, That's all you need. I'm, dis- I'm <laughs> a Disney <laughs> girl. If you've heard three ACDC songs, you've, you've pretty heard much them heard them all. <laughs> they found a formula that works for them. Yeah. And bless them, they stuck to it. And it, it's still working for them. Yeah, so. that absolutely. You're absolutely right. Awesome. So you were saying? Oh, I'm a Disney girl. I'm a musical girl. So I'm I'm a little strange in my musical tastes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely no ACDC at Disney World. No. That's for sure. No. Wonderful. Well, we also wanted to let folks know that, oh, we need to take a break. And when we come back, I've got a couple of other announcements. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about this generational difference, which obviously we have one right now. Uh, we'll be listening or talking about that some more on Walk the Talk with Kim. In my own little world, it hardly ever rains. I've never gone hungry, always felt safe. I got some money in my pocket, shoes on my feet. In my own little world, population me. I try to stay awake during Sunday morning church. Throw a 20 in the plate, but I never give till it hurts. And I 
Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and at our firm, whether we're working on an automobile crash case or helping a client who's been injured by a defective product, we focus on justice. We're passionate about serving our clients. Our successful approach focuses on the right issue at the right time. With the best tools and expertise available, we focus on collaboration and cooperation. Clients support that process, and they respect our abilities to manage the legal process, to demystify it, and to explain choices and opportunities, and also their responsibilities. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473 or pearsonlawfirm.com. That's P-E-A-R-S-O-N lawfirm.com. Or you can check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Are you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreak havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790. Does your organization crave new ideas? ThinkShop can help. For 16 years, ThinkShop has inspired creative thinking at Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofits. We help you imagine new offerings, strategies, or ways of doing business. Our proven processes and engaging workshops deliver powerful results. Learn more at thinkshop.com. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Ah, you're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. There are anthems and there are anthems and there are songs that really touch your heartstrings. So that's one of mine. And I hope that also inspires you as much as has inspired me and now is inspiring a community and hopefully is inspiring uh, an even bigger community out there on the air. So um, thank you, Eric, for playing that song. We are back. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim and a couple of other things we want to talk about this weekend on Saturday, North Bend is having a block party. And basically what that is, is anybody with a business or a nonprofit or our community basically comes out and throws a big party. We close down Bendigo Main Street and uh, we set up our booths and we go out there and we uh, have a great time. We dance, we sing, we buy things, we donate, we do fun things with the kids. We have bouncy castles, we have dunk tanks. It's just a celebration of our community and a celebration of what makes a community. And it's a really great event. And uh, we will be there. Walk the Talk with Kim will actually have a table there. 
Yeah, stop by and say hi to Lindsay, and uh, I will be there as well. Although I'm manning two booths tomorrow. I'm manning the Snoqualmie Valley Hospital Foundation booth, where we are diapering bears and teaching kids about healthy eating. And then right across from us, Lindsay's going to be. So I'll be shooting back and forth. So if you show up at that booth and I'm not there, say, Lindsay, where's Kim? And she'll either point me out or I'll come over and I'll say hi to you because I definitely want to welcome and thank uh, our listeners for coming in. But one of the things that we're doing at that booth is uh, you can sign up and uh, get on our mailing list and all that kind of fun stuff. You can also get a chance to win a commercial here. So if you want to uh, do a commercial either for your own business or for a nonprofit organization that you feel very passionate about, you know, if you do come and you have a nonprofit that uh, you want to tout, uh, we'll not only do a commercial, but we'll have you come on the air and uh, talk a little bit about your nonprofit or have the executive director. We'll work out all of the details. But this is an opportunity to get free advertisement and, and, and to get on the radio to talk about what inspires you, inspires you in your community. So stop by our table and... And uh, uh, go ahead and put in your uh, information for a chance to win that. And then uh, we are going to also be videotaping um, people that are talking about when people have paid it forward to them. So think about the things that may have happened in your life or someone out of the goodness of their heart that you're aware of. I mean, I think things happen all the time where we don't know somebody's done something nice for us. Uh, But there maybe have been times where people have done some nice things for you. And uh, how have you how did that change you? How did that uh, uh, give you an opportunity you didn't have before? And also, how do you plan on paying that forward? And I'll share one uh, with my own personal life has to do a lot with this radio station. I was given an opportunity uh, with Pam and Rochelle on Chat with Women to come on as a guest. And uh, through that conversation and that opportunity to talk about what I found passionate that inspired me to continue to go on with it and start a radio program and start Walk the Talk with Kim. And my goal and my dream is that somebody out there is going to hear this show and get an idea or be inspired to go out and do something incredible in their community and make somebody else's dream a reality. And I will never know if that ever happens. I will probably never know um, who that's going to happen to. Uh, but that doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, is that it's my way of paying it forward is to make sure that um, I'm able to to use that voice and, and maybe even possibly have one of my guests or somebody be inspired or inspire somebody else. That's that's paying it forward. And uh, so we are going to ask for people to give little testimonials, if you feel comfortable, about how people have given something to you and how you plan on paying it forward to someone else. And uh, we're going to use that video to help inspire others in our community. So come and join us. We'd love to have you. Again, downtown North Bend, it's the exit 32 I believe. I'm looking at Lindsay. It's the one after 27. It's the That's next one after 27. <laughs> so go past the one where you stop 31. at the casino. It's exit 31. 31. Okay, exit 31. So if you're going past the casino, exit 27, just keep going. You can go to the casino on the way back. You can get on the freeway right there. But uh, take the next exit. And even if you do take exit 27, you could just go straight down Sunset anyway. So if you yeah. mess up and go down the first one, you'll still be fine. It's still a fun road trip. It is a fun road trip. It's not that far, but um, people from Seattle, it's half an hour, and you can come uh, and join us at the block party, and they'll be singing and dancing and beer gardens and um, music, really great music. Uh, Danny Kolke, who's been on the Walk the Talk with Kim show, uh, he does music, and uh, he will be playing his jazz there at the block party and uh, come help the local uh, local community. And come say hi to me and say hi to the foundation. 
Uh, so, and the only other thing that I wanted to announce, and this is a special thing for those of you that love animals and love horses, I am looking for some volunteers on July 21st, which is not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, I'm going to be doing another beta clinic um, that is going to be focused on leadership and understanding what you put out there. Uh, and we're going to be using horses as teachers. So if this is something that might be of interest to you, um, again, I'm looking for people. Now, I do ask if you can afford it uh, to give us a small donation that goes to the Rancho Laguna Equine Rescue, which is the horses in the place that we're going to be. So we're going to be using her facilities to actually run this. And she does do horse rescue. And so we do want to you know, ask for a small donation to help her pay for the rescue. But the rest of it is going to be uh, no charge. And uh, it's a really great opportunity. So you can go to info at uh, Workforce Evolution. I had to think about which email I wanted to give out. Info at WorkforceEvolution.com if you're interested. Send an email to that. Send an email. What did yeah, I you say? You said you could go to that. Yeah, well, you can't go to that. Yeah, you have that's to send an, email. an email. you got to send an email. Thank you for being on top of it, Eric. No problem. It's getting towards the you end know, of the I'm show. You know, I'm just really getting... intrigued by this uh, horses as teachers thing. I'm thinking yeah. Professor Ed. Pretty much. That's okay. how it works. <laughs> well, it, it all relates to exactly what we were talking about. It's all about emotion. Horses' brains. See, now you got Well, Mr. I was going to say also, you know, this is a teacher that would really appreciate you bringing them an apple. Whereas most teachers might, yeah, that's cliche. Apples are nice. No, they really teachers, like the apples. Horses is a teacher. They're yes. going to love it. They're yeah. going to absolutely love it. Um, no, so this will be a great opportunity to kind of educate a little bit on what we're doing. So a horse's brain, <laughs> Mr. Science, uh, is very small. It's about the quarter of the size of a human brain. Very mm. small. You'd think for this big, giant animal. No, it's a tiny, tiny brain. But their limbic system, the system that controls emotion, is about the same size as ours. So from an emotional level perspective, most of their brain is emotional response, emotional feeling. That's how they communicate with each other, and that's how they communicate with us. So we've got this big thinking brain that sits on top of our emotional brain that we translate everything and we analyze everything. Well, if you don't have that, you're just left with pure communication, pure mm. emotional communication. And we were talking about how music can communicate and it can unify. It works the same with horses. So if you walk into a pasture and a horse looks at you sideways and bolts, that's probably how people feel about you, too. Although we're too polite with our thinking brain to actually run away from people most of the time. Um, but emotionally, we run away from each other. And so this is an opportunity. We start the class by... Um, looking at how horses interact with each other and recognize how very, very similar they communicate with each other the way that people communicate with each other in the business environment. And then the next piece of this is we actually put the people out in with the horses and we have you do fun little exercises to kind of get a little glimpse in the window on how you come across uh, to other people and how you can help motivate other people in a positive way. So that's what it's about. And you did the class mm -hmm. and you're going to do it again. Hopefully. And what'd you think? It's so telling. And I, I have a fear of horses. I had a horse take off on me and I was very nervous going into it. So I really had to learn how to control my emotions. And I, I really saw how the horse mirrored what I was giving off to other people. It's very intriguing. Fascinating. And you've even ridden since then. I did. I rode for the first time yesterday. Yay! 
Yo, I'm so excited. So that is going to be on July 21st. We're going to be doing more of these down the road. It's going to be a leadership class that we're developing for organizations and corporations. But if you want to get in on the ground level to help me kind of fine tune some of the finer points on this, um, please contact me at info at workforceevolution.com. And Rancho Laguna Equine Rescue is also setting up um, uh, therapy services for people that have PTSD and things like that. That's not what we're going to be doing. Um, But we are going to have some folks that are going to be auditing, looking at it um, from a PTSD and veterans and stuff as well. So this is all for a great cause. And uh, we'd love to have you come out. We again want to thank, as we're wrapping it up, Stephanie Cox. And stay tuned at 6.45 p.m. for the Sounders. And uh, root for your team. And then uh, listen in to KKNW. Go to walkthetalkwithkim.com for more information and our Facebook page at Walk the Talk with Kim. Thank you so much to Pearson Law Firm and thanks for listening. Day.